Hello, I'm Ryan Boll, a Stratfor Middle East and North Africa analyst at Rain. This podcast is brought to you by Worldview, Rain's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Sign up for our free newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. This is the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from RAIN. Welcome, I'm Emily Donahue. For most of 2021, the status of Northern Ireland created friction between the United Kingdom and the European Union. London threatened to walk away from one of the main elements of the Brexit agreement, and Brussels threatened to retaliate with trade sanctions. Here with guidance is Stratfor Senior Europe Analyst at RAIN, Adriano Bassoni. He's been developing analysis of what happens next. Welcome, Adriano. Hey, Emily. Nice talking with you again. Let's talk about the EU and the UK. They reached a Brexit agreement in 2019 and a free trade agreement in 2020. Why is this still happening? Well, one of the main problems during the negotiations between the EU and the UK to make Brexit happen was the status of Northern Ireland. Um, When the UK made the decision to exit the EU's single market, that's the area where goods, people, services and capital move freely, but also leave the customs union, which um, includes an external common tariff for all the member states, then it created a problem because if Northern Ireland left the single market and the customs union with the rest of the UK, but the Republic of Ireland in the south was still a member of the European Union, then there would have to be some kind of border between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland to control the goods, the people moving across the border. Of course, this was problematic because there is a peace agreement in Northern Ireland, the Good Friday Agreement of 1998, which, among other things, establishes that there should never be a border within the island. So, The EU and the UK spent years trying to square the circle, trying to look for a solution for this. And the solution was the so-called Northern Ireland Protocol of the Brexit Agreement, in which the UK agreed to keep Northern Ireland in the single market and to impose customs controls at the Irish Sea. That is, if the controls happen at the sea, then once that goods are in the island, there should not be need for additional controls. The thing is, the UK now is questioning this agreement. The UK is saying that it's unhappy with the Northern Ireland Protocol and that it must be renegotiated. What parts of this protocol does the UK not like? The UK argues that the protocol is creating trade disruptions uh, between Northern Ireland and Great Britain. London argues that the disruption would be even worse if the protocol is fully implemented. So far, only parts of the protocol have been enforced, but they are already creating problems in the movement of goods, animals, and other things between the island of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. So the UK is saying we need a new agreement. We need to ensure that there will not be any big controls or any big barriers at the Irish Sea. We need people, goods, to move freely between the two islands. 
Um, the UK is also unhappy with the role of the European Court of Justice as the arbiter of the deal. Um, London does not want to be subject to a foreign court, even though it accepted that when they signed the Brexit Agreement a couple of years ago. And of course, there is a political angle as well. Unionist forces in Northern Ireland, that is, um, political forces that want Northern Ireland to remain closely connected to the United Kingdom, are critical of the Northern Ireland Protocol because they argue that by granting Northern Ireland a separate legal status from the rest of the UK, then it opens the door to a potential reunification with the Republic of Ireland in the South. And as a result, we have seen in recent months um, small riots in Northern Ireland, protests, even small acts of sabotage against customs um, facilities, harassment against um, customs officials. So lots of signs of unrest, discontent, especially among unionist groups in Northern Ireland. And of course, Republican forces, um, that is people who uh, would like reunification with, with the Republic in the South, they do like the deal, which means that they could be the ones protesting if the deal is scrapped, as the United Kingdom has often threatened. Um, and against this backdrop, uh, the United States has repeatedly warned London not to do anything that would jeopardize the peace process in Northern Ireland. The United States is a guarantor of the Good Friday peace agreement. So the Biden administration has been very vocal in its criticisms of anything that could threaten peace and stability in, in Ireland. So what are the main implications if the EU and the UK fail to reach a deal? Well, the United Kingdom is saying unless the EU agrees with the kind of reforms that we want for the Northern Ireland Protocol, we will suspend it and we will not enforce it fully because we don't want to create trade disruptions between Great Britain and Northern Ireland. But the EU is saying if you do this, if you suspend the, the implementation of the protocol, then we will impose trade measures on you. We will impose tariffs on your imports, which is going to hurt your economy. So I would say that there are two kind of risks if, if the ongoing negotiations to reform the Northern Ireland Protocol um, collapse. The first is that in the short term, there could be an escalation of tit-for-tat trade measures. But then if after this escalation, Brussels and London still fail to reach a, an agreement, I think um, the, the long-term implication could be the potential collapse of the free trade agreements between the EU and the UK. And we know that this was a free trade agreement that took a very long time to negotiate. It was very complex. It was very politically charged. And they finally reached an agreement on uh, Christmas Eve 2020. So um, it would have very negative implications, not only for EU-UK trade, but, but for the wider EU-UK political, economic, security relationship if the free trade agreement collapses because of um, disputes over the, the, the situation in Northern Ireland. And so how do you envision this dispute evolving? I think there is room for an agreement 
in recent weeks both London and Brussels have made de-escalation gestures. For instance, the EU was supposed to present a list of punitive measures against the UK but chose not to. The UK made several deadlines. They said if there is not a deal by early November, then we will suspend the protocol. But then they didn't. Then they said if there is not an agreement by the end of the COP26 climate change summit in Glasgow, then we will suspend the deal. And, and then they didn't. So it seems to me that both London and Brussels are sending each other the message that they, they want a deal and, and, and they want to avoid any escalation in the dispute beyond the rhetoric that could um, collapse the negotiation. Um, of course, there are two big issues. The first one is that um, they will have to find a way to soften customs controls at the Irish Sea as much as possible. The EU has already made proposals to reduce customs controls and red tape according to the European Commission if its proposals are um, applied then customs check could fall by as much as 80% on issues like uh, like food, for instance, or agricultural exports. They are saying that they can reduce red tape by half. So in that regard, there is room for an agreement. But of course, the main obstacle seems to be about the role of the European Court of Justice. Um, for the EU and the UK to reach a compromise, they would have to find some way to create a separate panel to deal with um, disputes connected to the implementation of the protocol. The EU may insist to preserve the role of the European Court of Justice, but only to rule on issues directly connected to EU treaties. So there may be a way for both to save face. Um, and to, 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 to end this, I, I, I would like to say that even if the UK does suspend the Northern Ireland protocol, the treaty itself says that it has to notify the EU a month in advance. The treaty also says that even if one of the parties wants to suspend its application, there should be uh, a mandatory panel to try to solve the dispute. So to make a long story short, even in the case of, uh, of a formal suspension, there will still be room for negotiation. Thank you for that, Adriano. Thank you, Emily. Adriano Bassoni is Stratfor Senior Europe Analyst at RAIN. The geopolitical developments between the EU and the UK, as well as those in Europe overall, are key drivers of international politics, economics, and diplomacy. You can stay ahead of all of those with RAIN Worldview, powered by Stratfor. Right now we're having a special price for subscribers. Visit stratfor.com for more details. That's stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.